Good day and thanks so much for joining us today on a frank conversation. I'm hanging out with a serial winner. I'm going to explain. I'm talking about Stephanie Shepard. She's an empowerment coach and she helps women defeat obstacles and excuses. She transforms their mindset and positions them to become, as I mentioned, serial winners. How are you doing today? Yes, I'm good. Thanks for having me, Frank. Oh, thanks for hanging out with me. How do I become a serial? I want to be a serial winner. You can be a serial winner. Yes, let's chat when we get off of this. <laughs> Even your tone, like right now, I feel like I can run through a wall, just, just a pre-conversation to this podcast. Um, but today we're going to discuss some advice for folks to uh, alleviate stress for the holidays. And this is all encompassing, and this is probably applicable to just about anyone's uh, lifestyle, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so we, we connected over your Instagram posts, but this one uh, that you threw up a couple of weeks ago, and you had six steps that you were throwing out there, and you wanted people to uh, adhere to them. And number one, I mean, this is how we're starting off, really. Yeah, Create a budget for all holiday meals, gifts, and activities, and stick to it. And stick to it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the important part is to stick to it. So that to me, that was number one, because that's kind of where a lot of us fail. You know, we start off, we jump right into the Christmas season, which seems to be starting in like August these years, these days. I don't know what, what that's about. It starts about, December but... 26th. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like it's starting sooner and sooner. And we just jump right in and we're going hitting the stores because the sales have already began. I think Black Friday for one of the stores was two weeks ago. And so, you know, things are happening a lot quicker. And when without the plan, you just jump right in and there's no budget. You don't have your list. There's no kind of planning happening. And you look up and you're already in debt and Christmas Day hasn't even happened, you know. So that's what we want to avoid. <laughs> you said debt, that D word. That doesn't make for a very merry Christmas, does it? At least it, it makes for a very merry Christmas, but a stressful new year. <laughs> oh, Yes. <laughs> And, 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 you know, just for point of reference, today's date is uh, November 12th. And you said, we're, we're, this was two weeks ago, these yeah. sales went up for Black Friday. I saw it. Yep. Right, right. So so people at home know what we're talking about. So uh, as I said, I read these and and it looked like one of those, those social media posts where you're like, I don't know who needs to hear this. But if this <laughs> applies to you, I'm just trying to help you out. Were you speaking to anyone in particular or just whoever? No, no. I actually talk about this every year. And so, you know, even as being an empowerment coach and just my focus is removing those barriers that help us from being great. And really the Christmas season, a lot of people may be having a great year. They love the Christmas season. They're excited about it. But as soon as they start, you know, shopping and planning and even Thanksgiving, I include that in there as well. Um, because once they start getting in the planning and figuring out who's coming to what gathering, which what am I taking to the gathering, who am I shopping for, all of a sudden the high that they were on looking forward to that holiday season, it just goes downhill because then the arguments start and the budget, you know, we're frantic about that and all of these different issues come in to start increasing stress and nobody wins when we're stressed out. So every year I talk about this exact topic just to really get people thinking about how can we decrease the stress? going into it let's start playing before it even you know gets close to christmas day pre-game yes <laughs> so so then tell me i mean is this is this difficult with your loved ones do you guys kind of you know assign dishes for each individual or does one person cook everything my family doesn't so, ask yeah, me to cook anything. we are 
<laughs> so we have a unique situation as we are a military family. My husband is in the army. And so we have been away from family for so long that potluck style has always, you know, it's been our thing for years. We don't often go home for the holidays. Some years we did, but we lived overseas for the past three years. Well, three two years ago, we lived, lived overseas for three years. And so we weren't able to come home. So it's always been potluck style. But when we do go home or when we were, you know, living back in our home states, it was always, you know, people were assigned, you know, who's making the mac and cheese, you know, who's making the greens, you know, who's making what. Um, and then if you're going to visit other family and friends, again, you know, right up front, it's good to plan that up front to make sure that you can account for that. Because even with the work potlucks, my husband is already telling me, hey, you got to make this on this day for the work function. And then they're having a contest for banana pudding. You got to make that. These are things that you want to account for. And so going into the new year or going into the Christmas season, holiday season, it's good to know, okay, ask your spouse, your partner, what are we having to do for your job? You know, whose functions are you, have you been invited to? You know, what family's functions are we going to? And to plan for that and make sure you know what you're taking, who's bringing what, you know, not just the day before kind of showing up and, you know, you realize turkeys cost so much more as you get even closer to the holiday. So again, planning for that as well. I don't know if I should be offended. I'm only asked to bring like the canned cranberry sauce and the bottled water. Yeah, th yeah, they're they're speaking to you. They're letting you know. <laughs> they're letting you know that we. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Frank. <laughs> I love how you've like really condensed this to one sentence. I mean, it really is in terms of creating a budget for all the meals, the gifts, and the activities, and sticking to it. When did you did you have your 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 conversion moment, your epiphany? Or has this always been your mindset? No, it definitely, it has not always been my mindset because I definitely, I used to kind of be the, I want to make sure I impress people and I want to give a really good gift. And that, while it's, it's good and it doesn't necessarily come from bad intentions, it can lead to you being stressed and stuck because you have, instead of really just going out with the good intention of just blessing people and spreading joy, you're starting with, you know, coming from a monetary mindset mm -hmm. and just the, the amount of a gift or the dollar value of a gift in and of itself does not equate to it being more valuable just because it's cost more. You know, my sister actually last year got my four and six year old. Um, they were a year younger, but got them a gift card to Dollar Tree. And these kids had the most amazing time. They're four and six. They go in Dollar Tree, you know, and they just they thought they were just balling. They couldn't you know, get enough of it each of them getting all the items that they wanted to get, you know, they loved it. And I love that idea. Up, yeah, she, I mean, and they have the means to have spent much more on my kids, but it wasn't about that. It was just wanting to bring them joy. I've talked to her, my kids love Dollar Tree. She knows that. And so it was the absolute perfect gift for them. And she wasn't stressed. There was no, you know, we, I didn't look at it and kind of turn my, you know, my nose up at it. The kids love it. And that's what it's about is, you know, people being able to have experienced that moment of joy when they open your gift. It's not about, oh, I hope that this is a, you know, $100, $3,000 gift. It's just someone gave me something that is bringing me joy. And I think that's another part of it is us, the onus being on us as receivers, even during this time to not put such high expe expectations on people. Because I yeah, think that goes into point. it. We expect that all of these people should get me things and this is what it should be. And, you know, we don't give them grace. We don't give ourselves grace. And then you have people who are breaking up good relationships and friendships over the holiday over a gift exchange. And that, and that is just ridiculous. 
translation it ain't even that serious it is never that serious at all <laughs> that, yeah I, I am all about gift cards right because i want people to get what they want so if i just kind of uh give that overarching theme it's not laziness i i, no. I, I just don't want to give someone something that they really have no need for i and love like, that oh yeah. thanks you know they don't yeah. even they just say thank you because it's reflexive you know Absolutely. I love that. I also talk about canceling out the one-to-one -one giving. So if you and I exchange yes. a gift frank and you say to me, well, I'm going to spend $50 on you and you're going to spend $50 on me. Let's just keep our gift. Let's just keep it because yes. it doesn't really make sense for us to exchange. If I'm, you know, if I can afford the 50, you can afford the 50, then I'll buy myself what I need. You buy yourself what you need. And let's just leave it at that. You know, I think that's to me, I don't know. It's like, it just doesn't make sense. The one-to-one -one giving where it's the exact dollar amount, you have to spend it or else, you know, I just, I don't like that. It takes away the just giving from the heart, give what you want. I'm not giving to you an, ex an expectation that you give me the exact amount back, you know? You're preaching today. <laughs> See, I would put some money in your offering trade, but that just doesn't work, right? We just talked about not trying to be ostentatious with these gifts, but funny. I know seriously, I love that idea. Uh, things like Dirty Santa that really puts pressure on folks. And oh, goodness, yeah. The, you're, the dirty now you're Santa. stressing out about, did I get, did, did I meet the limit properly or do I have to get yeah. two things to meet this? It just gets ridiculous. What about um, this right here? Create a menu for your holiday. This is number two, guys. Create a menu for your holiday meals and grocery shop according to that menu. Because, you know, like if we go to a store like Target, we, we oh, might goodness. go in, <laughs> your eyebrows <laughs> raised. We might go in for one thing. <laughs> And then we walk out with like baskets, plural, baskets full of, of stuff. But you're saying yeah. you got your list, stick to it. Check stick it twice it. And, and then just <laughs> stick to it. Yeah, and this is something I do all year round. And I, I had to do it because I noticed I was spending so much more on our grocery bill and just going over budget because I go through the store. I don't have a list. I just kind of arbitrarily pick up items. Oh, no. And on the day that I go to cook, I'm looking around. What do I have? Oh, I don't have this. Then you have to run to the store. Well, you just talked about going into Target in the stores. You're going to buy even more things once you're in there. So for holiday season specifically, especially with stores closing on, you know, days before or after yeah, that yeah. specific holiday, you don't want to be strapped in the kitchen and not have the right cheese for that mac and cheese. So again, creating the menu, figuring out exactly what, and it sounds so, I don't know, elementary, but this is, we do all of us have done this no, i'm Get just up, laughing at know. the macaroni and cheese yeah. piece because it just keeps coming up and i know how we are that's about important. This macaroni that's and cheese. <laughs> it is super important but yeah you wake up to go start cooking and you don't have that ingredient but you have all these other random things that you picked up on your grocery you know your grocery trip but you don't want to do that you want to have it prepared have a list know what you're shopping to and again it just helps you stay within budget if you go in the store and just picking things up you don't even know what you know what the cost of it could be i highly recommend doing shopping um, via the internet where they can deliver it to your door or you go and pick it up that way you don't you're not physically in the store and actually picking up items you know because that's it just goes south for me every time i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> well and i'm gonna tell you this is from a petty standpoint that nobody ever wants to bring up but if y'all did not discuss who's bringing what now we've got some some competition under the table that takes place on the table you know i mean <laughs> You brought macaroni and cheese. Now they feel pressured to eat yours, and I brought mine. Yeah. Which I would never cook, but I'm just saying, 
<laughs> you know, people are like, I don't know whose dish to dig in, and do I need to smile as a you know, people get people get like that about their yeah. dishes. Oh yeah, we've been to the work potlucks where where that happens, and a couple people bring <laughs> or the one that no one dips into because they know so and so made it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and you up here telling them you got an allergy? You, you know, you know, I I can't eat that. I I have a food allergy to everything. I'm sorry. Number three here, don't succumb to the pressure to say yes to everything, including Ooh, dishes that you one. know you. No, but don't Definitely. feel the pressure to say yes to everything. Where, where is this coming from? So again, that pressure. I feel like the holiday season is just, there's so much pressure around it. We feel obligated to do everything and be everywhere with everyone. And instead of really just figuring out, you know, what can I really make happen? You know, Christmas holiday, again, the season is starting much earlier. So you could actually spread out your visits and things, yeah, you know, good. your potlucks and the dinners that you're doing. But every time someone offers a, an invite, it doesn't mean that you have to say yes, you know, and no is a complete sentence. So you don't have to even feel obligated to give the long drawn out answer. If you just want to be with your immediate family for that holiday, that's fair. And that's, you yeah. know, I think it's acceptable. And again, the onus is on the rest of us to ac accept people's no, you know, during the holiday season, even there's so many things we're pulled in so many different directions. We've got family, we've got friends, we've got coworkers. I mean, there's so many different things happening of course, we, it's very likely that we won't be able to make it to everything. And there's no need for someone to be stressed out because they couldn't say yes to your invite. I always say, don't put people in a position to have to explain their no yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Because that's when it gets weird. Yeah, you, you feel like you kind of have to make sure it's good enough. And, you know, and then you end up embellishing or just flat out lying, you know, just trying to make your no a respectable no, but it, it doesn't have to be taken and received as respectfully. It could just be, you know, we're not able to make it this year, or it could be, you know, we can't come on this day, but how about next weekend or next Thursday, we get together or, you know, whatever, you know, giving a, an alternate date is always an option as well. And you, you kind of expounded this, uh, this thought, you know, because the, as you mentioned, gatherings, trips, gifts, right? Somebody probably feels extremely validated in, in just what you just said right there. No is a complete sentence yeah. and it's okay to say no. Absolutely. Number four, normalize not trying to impress people. Instead, do everything with pure intention. So I, I could leave, I mean, we're in Florida, but I could leave the fur coat with the tag that I never took off, right? I, I don't have to bring that in and, you know, act like it's everyday casual wear. Yeah, you know, and I, there are some families I've seen, and I think it's awesome that for Thanksgiving, they do, they all dress up and, you know, wear their Sunday's best. And I think that's amazing. Um, but this even goes deeper than just what you're wearing, you know, goes yeah. into the gift giving and all of that. But just, it, it is not necessary. You know, chances are that most of the people in your circle and around you, they know, they kind of have you. an idea yeah, of who you are. You know, they may not know everything that's in your pockets, but they have an idea, you know, and so they can know when, yeah, I, I don't think this is really her or this, you know, she's really trying to impress us in some way. It's just not necessary to be, you know, you should be authentic and you're giving your, you know, everything that you're doing with pure intentions, especially when we're talking about giving, because then you're not going outside of budget or you're not doing things that are just not necessary to, again, trying to impress people. It just, it never leads to a stress-free holiday. Have you ever, have you ever felt like you had to do more in some of those settings with family, even though they knew you well? 
honestly, I haven't, I think. No. And I guess that's a privilege that I never even considered that I had, but I don't, I don't feel that I need to, to be a different you know, person or present myself in a different way or sure, give sure. way outside of my means or do more than what is necessary. So I guess that, yeah, that's a privilege that I, I appreciate. I feel blessed to, to not have to do that. And I think it just, again, maybe that goes back to even outside of friendships, just or outside of family, you know, being conscious of who you surround yourself with. If you feel like that is a common theme where you feel like you have to do more than what is, you know, present more than what is actually true to you, you might really have another issue that we, you know, we're not even, we don't have time to even attack today. <laughs> that's another podcast, right? Well, that's the perfect segue. Yeah. <laughs> that's another episode. That's a perfect segue to number five that you have listed here. Spend your holidays with whomever you want. That kind of reiterates one of your previous points, but you're not obligated to mingle with people who compromise your peace. And sometimes we have loved ones, we have family members who, who do just that. And maybe they're not even aware that they do some of those things in terms of compromising your peace, but can you kind of explain what you meant when you, when you made that post? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, some people may not be aware, but then again, there are people who, you know, and I, again, I don't have a, I can't think of people right now that I'm saying, oh, I've got to be around them this holiday and I just really don't like them or, you know, they compromise my, I don't have that situation, but Oftentimes, if you have an issue with someone, both of you are aware of that issue, you know, and so it's, it's a matter of, you know, do, should we really, you know, put ourselves in position to be around one another if we don't feel that we get along very well, or we feel like we compromise one another's peace in some way, then just don't come together, you know, during the holidays or, or ever, you know, unless it's necessary. So, or ever, or, or ever. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like you're the doctor necessary. prescribing some treatment for this situation <laughs> or ever, ever. <laughs> it's about not compromising your peace. And if you want to be stress-free and again, when, you know, and when at, during the holiday season, it's about just making sure that you're not putting yourself in positions because you feel like you have to be around whomever, you know, again, I, like I said, a lot of people love that nuclear, you know, the nucleus of just my family, you know, my spouse, partner and the kids. And they want to be able to do that, but then other family members may have an issue with it where they say, oh, well, you know, you should spend it with the, the whole family. And maybe that individual doesn't want to do that. And that's okay. You know, it may not be that it compromises their peace when they gather in large like that, but it just could be that this is their family tradition. And so I think people should be allowed to, to do that as well. You know, I love that. Um, and I love that you said that because in fact, some people do things as a family. It's said to be tradition because, again, they've always done it one way. And there are folks who may go along with it, but that doesn't mean everybody willingly goes along with it. And, and maybe some people deserve an Oscar because they are going along with it to keep the peace. But it, as you mentioned, it, dis it disturbs their own peace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and they should not feel obligated to, to be put in those situations. Again, you can say no, and that everyone should respect that again, because they're probably aware of, you know, maybe the conflict that could, that is exist, you know, in existence. So what if they don't though? What if they don't? Because sometimes you've got situations where you all may have a mutual friend and, and, you know, the friend on the other side, y'all just don't like each other, whatever the fallout may have been, or it may be, it may be with a family member. And, yeah, and the one person in the middle is kind of like the rope in a, in a game of tug of war there. Well, it's, it could, that could go one or 
a couple of different ways, but that individual who does feel like they're in the middle. So like, you know, you have a friend on this side and a friend on that side. It could just be, if you really have that desire to get everyone together, then you may just need to have a heart to heart, you know, use this year to really start, you know, taking those opportunities to have real conversations and be honest and figure out how can we do this peacefully. But if it's just not possible, you, I mean, un, as unfortunate as it may sound, you may not be able, you just might not be able to do might it. Might have to so sit then, this one out. Yeah, you just might have to. Um, again, if it is compromising your peace in such a way that it is bringing on so much stress, as much as you might want it, want that or desire that situation, you just, yeah, you might just have to sit it out. And that sounds really sad, but, you know, weigh the options, you know, are, would I rather this and kind of have a little bit of an issue and leave a little bit stressed or just not do it at all and be completely peaceful somewhere else. Um, and number six, do at least one thing for someone who can't or won't do something for you, for you. Um, they, they won't, right? Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the way we follow up number five. Um, and you, you raised some really good points, but can we discuss this one? Do at least one thing for someone who can't or won't do something for you. Yeah. And this one is just something that I mean, we really should live with this, you know, kind of mindset, um, just being giving and not always, as we kind of talked about, not always doing that one-to-one -one giving where, you know, you're giving to me, I'm giving to you. So this could be giving to your teachers or giving to your neighbor or giving to, I don't know, anyone in your family that maybe is less fortunate or, and, and it doesn't always have to be a less fortunate person. A lot of times we do think that our giving has to be to people who can't, you know, do for themselves, but it's just kind of putting at the forefront of your mindset during this season that we are bringing joy to other people. And so just giving without, you know, needing to receive in return and, you know, having those intentions, having good intentions and just giving out of the pureness of your heart is what it really should be about. You know what, I've, I've seen several stories being in, you know, uh, local news for 15 years now, and I've heard multiple people say in interviews, I don't know what to give this person. They, they have so, they have so much, they have more means than I could ever imagine having for myself or my family. What am I to give that person? And I think you answered that something that would bring that individual joy. So there's not necessarily a monetary value that one should place on that. You don't have to give them something that they would likely buy for themselves because maybe you can't afford to do that. Um, but something that brings joy, right? And if you know that person personally, chances are you have somewhat of an idea of what might bring that person joy. Yeah, absolutely. I have a friend right now. She's putting together a, for I'll say someone in her life in case they see this, um, putting together for someone in her life, they can't gather this year just because of the pandemic. They don't want to, but um, for this individual, she has asked for everyone to send a card. And mm. so this person is going to be receiving just card after card after card this season. They absolutely have the money to buy whatever they want, but these cards, I already know, it's going to be the best thing. I mean, she's, she'll probably cry for days, just enjoy at how you know awesome and amazing and thoughtful right, you know right. all of these cards are for her so again not about the money at all a card costs about 325 you know but this person receiving these cards the amount of joy it's going to be overwhelming for her and i think that's beautiful i won't ask you to narrow it down to one but you know what are some of the best gifts that you've ever received it, it could be from your husband your kids Lo other loved ones in your family. What, what are, oh, I see the smile now. So what, you know, I, immediately some things came to mind, right? 
Yeah. Um, so recently my husband, you know, charcuterie boards are really popular, right? Or shark, just the, you know, going out and getting them, um, eating them. And recently my husband, he actually bought me an a personalized engraved one. And I thought it was just the sweetest thing. You know, it wasn't this super elaborate, expensive gift, but just the, he knows I love charcuterie boards. I eat them for lunch quite often, just at home. And he had an engraved with my business name. And I thought that was just the sweetest gesture ever um, for him to do that for me. And it was a surprise. It wasn't birthday or Christmas or anything like that. It was just a random surprise that he had given me. I love that. And speaking of your business, can you throw the name out there again for us? Yeah, Great Life is a Must. And you can find me, greatlifeisamust.com or Great Life is a Must on Instagram and Facebook. Are you excited about the holidays, although it's uh, it's a bit different versus previous years? I am, yeah. Especially, I think, for like I said, we're going to Disney um, today. And so we'll be able to kind of hang out there and kick off our holiday celebrations. But I just love the holiday season. I'll be decorating soon. Um, you know, we'll be able to still gather. I have family coming in town. So it's going to be a good time. You know, I think the pandemic can only stop what you allow it to stop. I like that. Um, did you have to graduate to some of these steps yourself? Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it's very easy to get swooped in you know sit under the current of just everything being in your face you know that like I said the stores the sales are starting early and you know you have all the gatherings and you know you want to fill up your schedule but it, it's hard when you do that and then you come you know January 1st or January 10th you are just like I don't want to see a person I don't want to do anything because you're just completely tapped out and so yeah I had to get to that point where I said okay how can I rein this in a little bit and make the holidays a little less stressful for myself? And this well, is how, you know, this came about. I think you just gave a lot of advice that's going to make it a lot less stressful for many people out there. Oh, I want yeah, you to throw so. your, your business name out there one more time so people know where to find you. You're on all the platforms and you're here for them because you want them to be serial winners. I want them to be serial winners. Yes. Yeah. So I, again, it's great life is a must. Great life is a must. And uh, it's a must that you follow her on uh, on Instagram, especially because that's where you can find all these tips right there on your phone. Um, and I cannot thank you enough for your time, Stephanie Shepard. Thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. This has been fun. And thank you all for listening to us until next time. Have a good one.